Welcome to episode four of the Fine Kristen podcast. This is Dennis Mann recording out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, in the previous episode, I played the America's Most Wanted clip where John Walsh said that the Oakland police brought in the bloodhounds and they traced Kristen's scent about seven miles away to Land's End Beach. But it's, that's not really all it's cracked up to be. And I want to give you a behind the scenes detail about what happened with that um, that that search. And But very important, if you go to my website, findkristen.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, or Facebook, you know, Facebook forward slash Find Kristen, the Facebook group. I've got some photographs up there that will help you understand the timeline and what really happened with, with that, that bloodhound search. All right. So check that out also. In an earlier podcast, I told you that Kristen was asking her co-workers, uh, John Burkhalter and Alan Beauregard, uh, for advice on what she can do on basically her final night of freedom in the Bay Area. Uh, just remember, she arrived on June 1st and on June 24th, is when her classes at Berkeley were to begin. So between her working at Spinelli's and her classes, she didn't have much free time left. So the rest of her summer was really work and school and sleep, work, school, and sleep. So she had one last day of freedom. And uh, like I said, John and uh, Alan, John Burkholder and Alan Beauregard, they were bouncing ideas off Kristen. And everything they recommended, she had already done. And she, the way I understand it, it was told to me, well, Kristen says, well, uh, maybe I'll go back out to Land's End Beach. And she was asking the guys how to get out there. And they told her, said, just, you know, you go out, you go out this door here, you make a left, you go about a block and a half down to Geary Street. And there's a bus stop there. Just take the number eight Gary bus and run straight out to the beach. The very last stop, it drops you off right where the beach is. And Kristen basically said, well, okay, that sounds good. I, I might do that. But she didn't commit to it. So we don't know for a fact if she did that. So when she was reported missing, one of the very first things Oakland police did, they got the bloodhounds. And and this is where I'm guessing. I, I don't know this for a fact. But I'm assuming they got some of her clothing from her house in Oakland. And maybe a brush with hair or whatever to give to the bloodhounds so, so they can lock into a scent. And then they went over to Crocker Galleria at... Um, at 50 Post Street in downtown San Francisco where Kristen worked at the ground floor at Spinelli's there. And uh, sure enough, those dogs traced Kristen's scent from where she worked right to that bus stop at Gary Street. Now, if you go to that, the website, what the Oakland police, they did just, just what I would have done and what you would have done. They said, okay, this sounds good. Maybe she good, did go to the beach. Well, the beach was 6.9 miles away. It was about a 20, because of traffic in San Francisco, about 25, 30-minute ride. But it's only like seven miles. So what the officers did, they put the dogs in the car, and they drove all throughout Gary Boulevard, right out to the end, just the same route that the bus would have taken and when it got to the end, they let the dogs out again, and the dogs picked up Kristen's scent again. And I'm told that they followed Kristen's scent to the Cliff House area. Cliff House Restaurant, Land's End Beach, it's a very, very famous tourist area. And I've got photographs of it on, on the website on, under Episode 6. And um, the, San Francisco used to, have, uh, for many, many decades, used to have the largest indoor swimming pool in the world. Located, it was called the Sutro Baths, and in June of 1996, a fire came and just raised the whole thing, just burnt it right to the ground. And so, right now, it's, it's just called the Sutro Baths Ruins, but it's still in such a beautiful area of San Francisco that the tourists they flood there seven days a week, all year round. 
to a go to the Cliff House restaurant and just and just walk along the beautiful nature and the trails al- along the um, uh, the beach out there. There's photographs I have on the website. It'll show you that, um, from my understanding, they trace Kristen's scent right to the Cliff House. There's a cave down there, which is right near the ocean. So some people think that maybe Kristen may have fell into the ocean. I don't believe that, and I'll give you my reasons why in a moment. But if you go to the website, here's one of the things that we wish we could turn the clock back. When, when Oakland PD traced Kristen's scent from the Cracker Galleria to that bus stop on Gary Boulevard, if instead of putting the dogs in the car and driving out to the beach, which is the exact same thing I would have done, so nothing wrong with what OPD done. I totally understand why they did that. They didn't realize at the time, but John Onuma was not yet on the radar as far as Kristen. Remember, this is in the very, very earliest hours or days of Kristen's disappearance. And we now know that if, if they just let the dogs continue along the path, it may have led them right to um, O'Farrell Street, a block off of Gary Boulevard, which is where John Onuma was living with girlfriend Jill Lampo on the day that Kristen disappeared. So now, you might say, well, yeah, with Dennis, no, that doesn't make any sense because Kristen's scent was re-picked up out at, at Land's End Beach. That's true. But there's more to the story. Remember, Kristen disappeared on Monday, June 23rd. Two days earlier was uh, June 21st, which is summer solstice. And out in San Francisco on summer solstice at the beach, there's a, a big, gigantic party. You know, everybody's looking for reasons to drink, right? And, well, that was another reason. So a lot of the the, the young kids they would go out to the beach and, and they would set bonfires on the beach to sit around with, with a 12-pack of beer, guitar, or whatever, just have a good time. And Kristen was out there on that day. So the scent that the bloodhounds picked up on the 20th, on, when they went out there may not have been from the day she disappeared. It could have been from two days earlier when we know for a fact that she was out there. And the reason why we know that is when she was first reported missing, when they interviewed the roommates, uh, one of the roommates told, uh, his name is Hans Opsal, O-P-H-S-A-L, I believe his last name is. But he, he uh, very nice guy, and he said that, um, he asked Kristen, he goes, did you did you end up going to the beach last night? And Kristen said, oh yeah, I had a good time. And I was, she goes, I was out there with, Two girlfriends of mine. We don't know who these two women are that she was out there with. They've never come forward. And, and you know, by now they have to know that we're looking for Kristen and they've never come forward. So I'd like to know who those two women are. But it does confirm for us that Kristen was out there on the 21st. So I'll, I'm not necessarily sure Kristen was out there on the 23rd. Now, many people believe that Kristen may have just fallen into the ocean and here's why i say no to that now i you know i could be wrong but i don't think it happened for this reason as you know san francisco is a very cosmopolitan world famous one of the most uh popular cities on the planet people from all over the world come to san francisco for vacation one of the must-see places and it's on every tour every tour bus company on the must-see places is the Cliff House Restaurant and the Sutro Bath Ruins. And 
me personally, when I got involved in the case back in 1997, early 98, 1998, I spent a ton of time out at the Cliff House. I would have these big signs of Kristen and just hoping somebody would say something. And I would stand out there day after day after day. And, you know, San Francisco has very, very nice days. They also have crazy weather. And uh, when I was out there, El Nino was going on. And I remember the out of the first 60 days I was in San Francisco, it rained 58 of them. I was going crazy. <laughs> it just never stopped raining in San Francisco. But sometimes not only did it rain, it was raining Sheets. I mean, the rain was coming in sideways because of the gale force winds. It just never stopped. But even during that horrible, terrible weather, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there and I'm watching tour bus after tour bus come, and people getting out of the getting out of the bus, getting drenched in rain, and they're walking around looking at the site. And you think about it: if you're a tourist and you live in, say, Japan, and you're only in San Francisco for a week. You probably signed up for a, a, a vacation tour guy, and you're going to go on your tour because you're on vacation. And uh, that's even when it's raining and the weather's terrible, there's a lot of people out there. Now, you flip the switch and you talk about a beautiful day. Remember, June 23rd, is it's two days after summer solstice. That place is teeming with humanity. It's like Grand Central Station in New York City. So the chances of a, a a human being falling into the into the ocean. And maybe she hit her head or something. Somebody would have seen it. And plus, nothing ever went. No backpack. Kristen would disappear with a backpack. No clothing. But I've, I've been out there too many times. And I've seen the amount of people all over that place. I'm thinking, there's no way. Now, does it ever happen? Yes, people have disappeared and, and been swept out. Yes. But the chances are so remote. We have much more. Uh, we have other uh, theories that have much higher probability. And I'll discuss that in a further podcast. And uh, uh, I don't know what happened to Kristen. Don't know. One of the, the real reason I'm doing this, I'm hoping somebody calls in with a tip. We just, whoever, if Kristen did meet with foul play, they have to hope that nobody ever rats them out. But for the Mata Ferries, Oakland Police, and anybody cares about this young woman, we just need that one call. And if you're listening, that could be you. You know, so I, I always give my phone number out. It's a 914-483-7214. You call me 24 hours a day. I'm happy to do it. And uh, one of the things going forward, uh, I don't know if John Onuma is involved with Kristen's disappearance. He is involved with her case. And uh, Sergeant John Bradley of the Oakland Police Department on national television on John Walsh's America's Most Wanted. Well, I'll let you hear for yourself what he says about John Onuma. But unfortunately, we can't, we can't cross that gulf between connection and culpable suspect. He, he's just not that yet, but he is connected, and we need to nail down his connection to this case. Okay, so once again, that's uh, Sergeant John Bradley of the Oakland Police Department. And uh, he knows more about Kristen's case than any human being on this planet, probably except him and Officer Pat Mahaney. And there's John Walsh, who's America's Most Wanted, so the sources are credible. It says Onuma is connected, and, and Oakland PD just needs to nail down what exactly that connection is. Now, that, that quote I just played for you, that quote is 20 years old. That was 1998. 
when he told that to John Walsh. We know a lot more about John Anuma in the last 20 years. So uh, me personally, uh, I just I just want to give John, I know he listens to this, and I want to give him the opportunity to come on and he can talk unedited. I won't edit anything out. He can say whatever he wishes. And we'd like to ask him a lot of questions. A lot of questions. So anyway, thanks again. Again, my phone number and my phone number is 914-483-7214. You can just deal with the Oakland police directly, but anything you give me, I'm going to give to them. So however you want to do it is fine. Um, you just ask for uh, Oakland PD 510-238-3320 and just ask for Sergeant Bradley Young, Special Victim Section of uh, section for the Oakland Police Department. All right, everybody, thank you again. And uh, and once again, the website is findkristen.com. And our Facebook group is, you know, Facebook forward slash findkristen. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N. All right, thank you.